0: We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh.
1: Hello everyone. Super excited to be here with a good friend, a friend for many, many years, and I've got to observe him in multiple businesses. He's helped my businesses grow over the years and not a better person that we can learn some wisdom and some nuggets on leadership, even though he'll be real humble and say he's not, but you are. But this is Greg Brukelman, and Greg, tell us your story.
0: Yeah, it's uh, not not super exciting. I've lived a very, very blessed life. Um, I was born into a great family. I'm a South Dakotan, Mm -hmm. lived almost my entire life in South Dakota, and um, had two great parents uh, that I think did a great job raising myself and my sisters and uh you know i i think now i'm older i think i i'm really lucky i never had to ever worry my entire life especially as a kid like am, am i loved am i accepted i always felt felt those things and um anyway spent most of my life in south dakota my first uh uh job out of college. Um, I was a big underachiever in college and I got a job at, at Dayton's in Sioux Falls, which is Marshall Fields. now. I was making $6 an hour, um, with, with, uh, my USD degree. And, uh, um, I just didn't have that many other choices and, and $6 an hour seems like not a lot today. Um, it wasn't even a lot in the early nineties. And, uh, um, from there, I worked for a company called Orion Food Systems. We were part of Schwann's. It was a great experience. I did over a decade there and then um, had my own business, as, as mm-hmm. you know, for five or six years here in Sioux Falls, an advertising mm-hmm. agency, and, and uh, we had a, a, a nice business there. And then about 16 years ago, I um, joined Poet. Mm-hmm. And um, for the first nine years at Poet, I was in the communications area, mm-hmm. and then about, uh, let's see, seven years ago... I um, transitioned into a different part of the business, Poet Bio mm-hmm. Products, and we are responsible for um, marketing and finding all logistic solutions for our co products. We're, we're an, a bioethanol business mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, we have 33 plants um, around the Midwest, and uh, we're responsible for the non bioethanol products and mm-hmm. getting them to market.
1: Yeah. So, Greg, talk to me a little more about Poet, because, yeah. I mean, arguably, it's the leader in the world. In ethanol.
0: Yeah, Poet is um, an amazing story that I am so fortunate to, to be a part of that that business. Um, we're celebrating our 35 years this year. Uh, the company was really founded by Jeff Bruin. He's mm-hmm. our founder and CEO. And it's really um, a great American success story. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff was a farm kid in southeastern Minnesota. Um, he was... Uh, out of college, working at a bank, and his family had had a small ethanol plant, or bioethanol plant in the family farm at the time, and they um, were looking at buying parts from a plant in Scotland, South Dakota. And his dad and his brother went to this auction and ended up buying the entire plant um, mm-hmm. at that auction. They asked Jeff to move to Scotland to run it, and he did that at the ripe old age mm-hmm. of 22. He wow. lived in the plant, built that business. Um, it, was a, it was a business that had been bankrupt in foreclosure, brought it out of that and uh, has grown it from, you know, one million gallons a year of production of bioethanol and thirteen employees to now we're the business that we do about three billion gallons wow. a year of ethanol and have roughly twenty five hundred employees throughout the throughout the Midwest. And um, again, just a great mm-hmm. success story. One of those stories like only in America can right,
1: this happen. Right. Right. Well so if you listen to Greg's story there Underachiever, much like myself in college, $6 an hour at Dayton's a retail store, moves into doing marketing and advertising, communications mm-hmm. with Orion Foods, now at this amazing company called Poet. Mm-hmm. You learned a lot. Yeah. You've got to observe a lot. You've mm-hmm. been in a lot of different roles. So when it comes to leadership, what do you feel are some of the greatest attributes of great leaders?
0: Well, I'm glad you asked about great leaders, um, okay, okay, because yes. you know there is a difference. There's good leadership, mm-hmm. which I view as being really custodial—you know, mm-hmm. taking care of things—and sometimes that's needed. But I think great leadership—if if I were to define what great leadership is—it's really creating positive change. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Bill Hybels and one of his global leaderships who talked about taking uh, people from here. And going to there mm-hmm. and that to me is real real leadership and so I think to have that great leadership um, there there's a couple things I think that are required I think any style can work you know there mm-hmm. can be charismatic people that can be a great leader mm-hmm. they can be people that don't have charisma that can be good leaders mm-hmm. there can be super smart people that can be great leaders mm-hmm. and people that maybe aren't don't have as high of an IQ right. I think those are not the requirements but I think to to really help people move from here to there, um, a couple things you need one you need vision you need to you need to see what that there looks like, what change mm-hmm. can look like and and with that you need a belief in that vision and and uh, mm-hmm. conviction about about that vision. I think that's something you have to have for for great leadership um, and then the other thing besides that to me that's requirement is you have to be able to build trust mm-hmm. I think trust is the the cornerstone for leadership, for culture, all those things, and I think great leaders have that ability to build build that trust. Um, not just in themselves with their people, but it, it has to be mutual, and even within the, an entire organization. I think that's when great things can happen in any organization or team, is when there's really that, that trust that's mm-hmm. built up. Okay, so three things, This, this one I'm hearing. Vision.
1: You gotta help people move from here to here. Mm -hmm. You gotta show them where we're going. And you better do it with conviction. Right. Mm -hmm. And then develop trust. I want you to pull apart trust. Okay. It's a big word. Mm -hmm. And we all want to be trusted. We all want to trust. How how do we develop that?
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's pretty simple. One is I think you have to be trustworthy yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You have to be a trustworthy person. Because um, you have to expect for other people, you have to earn it. But I think how you view it with other has to be the opposite. You have to freely give trust. Mm. You know, you, you, people have to earn mistrust, right? not the trust. So freely give mm. trust. Mm-hmm. If you trust people and you show trustworthiness in yourself I think you will build that culture of trust mm-hmm. over time mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. so many people think well you got to earn my trust do my, do my kids need to earn my trust right, Am I, tr- right, no, right, they, right. I trust them because they're my children I right. think and I think it's the same thing in an organization you you freely give that trust and mm-hmm. someone has to disearn trust and that's releasing judgment isn't it? Yes yeah, yeah. right
1: get more curious. It,
0: yeah, it it gives yeah. it's 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 a it gives you freedom. I mean, it's as a it, the concept yeah. does.
1: I love it. I love it. Okay, so great attributes: vision, conviction, trust. Mm-hmm. Now, who are some people that have helped yeah. you along the way? Whether you knew them, read about
0: them, people you observed. Who are some key leaders in your life? Well, I could go on and on because I feel like any thing I've developed is just through observation of other mm-hmm. people. And like I said earlier, I've been I've lived a really blessed life. Um, you know, I had I could point to a lot of teachers and coaches. I, I envy teachers and coaches from the standpoint of the impact that they can have mm-hmm. on people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could name a lot of those um, through my career. I've had had uh, great leaders. I, I, I want to talk just maybe for a second about the leaders I have now um, mm-hmm. at Poet. Um, Jeff Laut is the president and COO of Poet and. And he's been um, someone that I really respect and admire and I've learned from a couple things. One is Jeff is just one of these people who is a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. He he just is always curious and always learning. And another thing about Jeff is he really has a genuine care for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Broin, I mentioned him earlier. And Jeff, I mean, I could go on and on, you know, from vision and boldness and, and charisma. But... Um, you know, there's just so many things I could point to, but uh, Jeff is just one of these people that um, is a bit of a force of, of nature, and there's a quote I've always liked by George Bernard Shaw. He says, reasonable people adapt themselves to their environment. Mm-hmm. Unreasonable people adapt their environment, the environment to themselves. Mm-hmm. And he goes on to say, thus... All progress is the result of unreasonable people. Mm. So unreasonable sounds like a negative word, but in this case, I mean, Jeff, he just, he is that person that has, you know, I talked about creating, changing, moving people from here to there has mm-hmm. a great ability to do that. I love it. I love it. Those but are great people. I, I, but I wanted sorry to cut you off, no. but um, so I've had a lot of great people, mm-hmm. but the one that I wanted to talk about when you asked mm-hmm. the question was, um, was my dad. Mm-hmm. Um that's probably the person I learned the very most from. And I, out of all the people I knew him the best. And um he just had that courage and conviction um to do to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I'll share a quick story. Um I've shared this with a lot of people, but one time when I was I think just turned ten years old, we were going to we lived in here on South Dakota at the time, we were going to the car races and uh and my dad was buying his tickets and he said one adult and one ten year old. And Got the tickets and we left, and I said, Dad, I go, um, if you'd have just said I was nine, I would have got in for free. Right. And I just turned 10. And he goes, Yeah, you're, you're right, Greg. I could have done that. But he goes, If I'd have done that, not only would I have been lying, but I'd have been stealing too. That little incident has always stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And I've heard it said a number of ways, but there's never a right time to do the wrong thing. There's never Mm -hmm. a wrong time to do the right thing. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, my dad was one of those guys that's taught me great lessons in that. And someone I aspire to be more like. Yeah, And what a huge lesson
1: in trust.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean... You've had so many stories about your dad, of you and I hanging out, that mm-hmm. I've always appreciated, which have now stuck with me. The old lesson of, it just takes a little bit more to go first class, yeah. just to yeah. really, yeah. I mean, we're going to do it, let's do it, right? It's yeah. yeah. just about experiencing life and enjoying mm-hmm. life. So some great people. Yeah. Uh, great story. Yeah, I've been really blessed. Yeah. So let's, let's just shift gears just for a moment to routines. Mm-hmm. And I get to talk to a lot of leaders, read a lot about leadership books, and it's there's always seems to be a routine. Now, everybody's routine is a little different. What's yeah. your routine look like?
0: Yeah, well, I, um, I get up at 3.30 every morning and <laughs> sit in an ice bath, and then I meditate <laughs> for an hour before I before my workout as you know i'm uh, i'm joking because i get all these things in social media yeah, about yeah. Those, those routines and honestly i don't get it you know and, right, right. and I, I admire it and i respect it but yeah. i um i, I my routine I, I i i wish i had one i am yeah. more against the i don't my routine is really no routine. Some days I get up in the morning and I get a workout in. Some days I sleep till the very last <laughs> moment. Um, there are certain things I try to mm-hmm. do every day, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's not always built mm-hmm. in, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, there are certain things I try to try to get done. I try to, um, you know, my my relationship with my wife and my family is most important. I try mm-hmm. to invest in that every day. I try to invest in my health. I try to invest. You know, and, uh, you, know, you know, my, my faith um, mm-hmm. every day and, and those key things. Mm-hmm. And some days I do better than others, but I, I don't have a great routine. I wish I did.
1: But you know what, though, as you said that, you're you're being humble. There is a routine there. It's your thought process, your thought process of where you're investing your time. You just said I am yeah. going to invest in my faith. I'm going to invest in my family. Invest in my health. I don't always do great, so it's not about perfection. It's about progress. Mm-hmm. But you know where you're going to invest. That's a yes. routine, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. I, well, may, maybe. Um, you know, again, I'm not saying I'm right. And, you know, I've I've read a lot of these same books and listened to podcasts. And I know there's a lot of stuff like on goal setting and all that. I have n- n- never been a person that set goals Mm -hmm. for myself Mm -hmm. um but i I recently read the book on um um atomic habits which i Mm -hmm. thought was really good because i want to build these more habits in my life but kind of talk about first desire you know what kind of person you want to be more so than these goals and i think i've always been pretty centered on that i've kind of known even kind of telling you about my dad you know the kind of person i want to be right I want yeah. to have good relationships. I want to be trustworthy. I want to um, be healthy. I want, mm-hmm. to, I want to have strong faith. I want all, mm-hmm. Those are the kinds of things I want to be as a person, as a mm-hmm. human being. And so I try to do those things yeah. that, that fit mm-hmm. into that. But, you know, I feel yeah. a lot
1: too. You know, I, I don't want you to miss this because this is something I've recently learned in my own life. Because my goals for many years were to get goals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was always, I'll be happy when I you know, so yeah. the goals we came around to get versus now shifting my mindset to to be goals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How can I be a better human being, be a better father, be a better husband, be a better business owner, be whatever it is. So I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Set, Look at goal setting differently, mm-hmm. about more about
0: being yeah. versus getting. Yeah, again, I don't think goals are, are a bad thing, mm-hmm. but... I was trying to think, I talked to someone who i was successful, and we had this conversation not too long ago, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you don't set the goals either. I've I've always kind of felt like mm-hmm. I'm this failure. I don't have this uh, specific routine every day. I don't have all these goals that mm-hmm. I've written down, which, I, again, I think it's probably a good thing to do mm-hmm. those things. I just have never
1: yeah. implemented well, hey, those like, There's always room for me to yeah, grow, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah lifelong learner, right? Yeah, right? So as the people are listening here, You've given us a ton of great value on what the attributes look like, some stories of the people that have helped you, talking about routine. Maybe you're listening, you don't set goals right now, and you can still accomplish quite a bit in life, right, about just being a better person, making sure that you never stop learning. But as the people listen to this, I hear a lot of people, they'll say, well, I want to be a better leader. I don't look at myself as a leader. How do I get started? Where should I start?
0: Well, that's, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I guess I'd say kind of start with what, what's your motive? I think you need to look at yourself deeply. Mm -hmm. What, what's your motive in wanting to be a leader, wanting to be a, a a better leader, you know, is it for, like you talked about, is it to acquire things? Is it to make more money? Is it for the prestige that comes Mm -hmm. along with it? If, if those are the reasons, you're you're probably going to have a pretty low ceiling, mm-hmm. I think, as a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I kind of look at it, you know, you've, you're an athlete and you've been on a lot of sports teams. And generally sports teams, you know, at some point in the preseason, they vote on who the captain is, right? Right. And when you 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 vote on that person, you, you're voting on the person that may or may not be the best player on the team. But the one thing is there's someone that's going to put the team ahead of themselves, mm-hmm. that's going to do... The right thing that's working hard right mm-hmm. and and i kind of think of that as leadership i've i kind of like goal saying i've never had this you know goal of oh i want to be this leader it's mm-hmm. something that's kind of happened
1: mm-hmm.
0: now as now now once you're thrust in it do i want to become a better leader mm-hmm. absolutely i want to mm-hmm. become a better better leader and i think there's all kinds of things you know like um that you can learn to do but if I had one thing I would say is that no matter what you have to still be yourself
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah you know, yeah you have to be yourself I listen to you know Craig Grishel has a great leadership podcast out there and and I have our whole leadership team and a lot of people in our company listen listen to that and I think he's got a lot of great advice but every single episode he ends with a the same thing, he says that, be yourself, because mm-hmm. people would rather follow someone who is always real than someone mm-hmm. that is always right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've been around people who that have been a book of the month club person. Right, right. Yeah. And they're changing all the time, and I've never seen that work. So I think you can always pick things up on mm-hmm. how to be a better leader. How you can build more trust. How you can be a better communicator. Mm-hmm. Um, how you can better manage your time. All those things you can learn and you can become better at. But I think you still have to be real. You have to be genuine. You have to be yourself. You have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. I mean, you. some That's great.
1: Hard. I mean, great information. So as you listen to this, do some some reflection and think about your own vision. Think about. Be more yourself. There's, I mean, every one of us is made perfectly, right? Just be you. Don't try to be somebody else. Live life with conviction, like Greg said, and making sure that you're a person that can be trusted. So, thank you for this. Thank yeah. you for your friendship. This is awesome. Yeah, thanks, buddy. All right. All, right. All right, very good.
0: You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunrued.com.